I'm here live from Churchill's Pub down in Miami, Florida. We're going to be doing a Kryptonite Metal Festival 13 on February 15th. So we got everybody in the house that's going to be playing that show. We're going to be doing some interviews today. It's my first time doing anything like this. So uh, I just want to give a shout-out to Oski and uh, everyone who is responsible for Kryptonite Metal Festival. It's a great event. Happens every year down here in Miami. Make sure you come out that day, February 15th. And my first guest... Of the night, we got John representing Seven Cents, man. What's going on? Gewola. Gewola. Oh, shit. Dude, where are you from? Because I know you're not Cuban. See, I am from Miami, born and raised, but my mom's Cuban. My oh, father, you are Cuban? My father's gringo. Damn. Just not by okay, birth. Okay, you know? okay. I'm not what do you mean? Cuban. Oh, okay. You weren't born there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but you were, were you born in Miami? See. Then in it North counts. Miami. It counts. Oh, geez. <laughs> no, but that counts then. I'll give you that. You get points. But uh, you've been in, you're actually the, one of the newest members of Seven Sins, right? See, si. they've been around for a hot ass minute, and uh, I'm I'm pretty familiar. About eight years or so. But they've been around, right? Yeah. It's 2020 now, so since 2012, that is a long fucking time. Um, and I'm like I said, I'm familiar with you guys because I've played a couple shows with you guys. Now, you guys are like going in like a new direction now with like the Spanish stuff, and like whose idea was that? Are well, you going to be debuting any of the Spanish songs live at Kryptonite? That was a song that Javi had for a while, but he generally doesn't write in Spanish. Uh, that was just right. like a more or less an experiment. It was also like, you know, it does have a catchy hook, you know, so it was like it was fun to play, too. Yeah, that, that is an earworm of a hook La right Oportunidad. Yeah, I really, fu- yeah, plug that shit. La Oportunidad is available everywhere, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, all that shit, right? Are you guys going to be, can you, can you talk about, are you, are you going to be playing that live? Have you played that live before? Yeah, we played it live. Um, but in regards to New Direction, we are experimenting with uh, new components, like more electronic features. So we are like in the works of going in that direction as well. So adding know. like synths and stuff to your sound? Yeah, like atmospheric type things, you know, because you can't really add a guitar, another guitar through a keyboard, you know. That'll be bad. <laughs> has, <laughs> has any band done that and it came out good, though? Um, well, I mean, you could do it as a bass. bass you'll hear like bass keyboards. You could run the guitar through like a what, like a, what are they called? Plugins or something like that that makes it yeah. sound like that? You could do that too if you wanted like synthesizers and modules and technical stuff. That's <laughs> that if it breaks on you, you're screwed. Is that more? Yeah, that's the that's the worst part about trying then to do some shit like that complete. live. Yeah, dude, because you imagine like you're relying on one computer and then it decides to take a shit on you or the program crashes in the middle of your set. And yeah. I've we've actually dealt with that. Uh, our boy Vince, um, when he was doing keyboards in the band, oh, he would do. He would run the shit through his MacBook, and there were shows, I think, it, it might have happened like two or three times, different shows where uh, it just took a crap on him, and he had to use like the standard piano settings. Just the piano sounds. I mean, you could switch it to like strings or right. organ or shit like that, but it didn't have all the It doesn't have the, the same bells quality. And, whistles. Yeah, and it doesn't have the same quality as what you'd get through the laptop, too. No, of laptop, course. You have a bigger library and Yeah, everything. we were running it through uh, Ableton. Ah, ooh, so yeah, it just had a bunch, and we had specific settings for specific songs and shit. And so you know, I know too much about having to rely on something like that. Uh, <laughs> was that more your influence to the band because they've never really done anything like that before? Not it's necessarily. Kind of rowdy in here, by the way, right? Yeah, right. I'm liking uh, it. I'm liking it. It's getting rowdy in here. You know, you can't look forward to the 15th. We got. All the bands in the house right now. Yeah, we got we got Mike Rogers in the we got house. Oski making an announcement. We got o- What's Oski. going on, Oski? What? 
Oh shit, I'm sorry. No, you're I'm gonna scream. We'll, we'll add a compressor to that. I was re- I was restraining that. Good, please. Yeah. You're redlining. No, you're good. You're good. He's got headphones. You're very good. Yeah. Don't kill me. And any other headphone user we got out there. We got. <laughs> He's good. We're handing out tickets right now. We're signing posters. I don't know. Remember that year. We got Andy in the house. Um. Next year. <laughs> Is this your first Kryptonite, by the way, John? No, I played Includes Rebellion for a Kryptonite. Um, which is a very fun one because we were the first band and we opened with Bittersweet Symphony is for all the metalheads. You know Bittersweet Symphony by, uh, by The Verve? No, I've never heard of them. Uh, we play that shit. That's like a high school remedy, like uh, melody. Everybody knows Bittersweet Symphony, right? No. You know, Bittersweet Symphony? Have you guys heard of that shit? Yeah. I've never heard of that song. Am I? Am I? So you've heard of it? I don't yeah, know. Maybe op- I have. It's like one of those things where, like, if you symphony, hear it, you actually sing know. Along. Well, John, any any final words you wanna you wanna give the people before we move to the to the next band, next candidate? Uh, for my tombstone. Uh, no, no, not before you die. Just for oh, this podcast. I was for thinking last the pizza, words for kryptonite, though, pepperoni, and cheese. <laughs> That's your final meal if you're at prison. No, I wouldn't go Tombstone. I would go School Pizza. Ew, dude. The Mexican pizzas were okay. Because if you go School Pizza before you die, you know I'm not going to come back for that. Go moving on to another planet with probably better pizza. Well, you heard it here first, folks. John, Seven Cents, thank you so much for sitting with me for a couple minutes, man. I appreciate Uh, that shit. Catch us out February 15th. Yes, sir. Yeah, you're good. I got you. All right, who I got next? Interviewing. Who wants to sit down? A couple minutes. What we got here? How you doing, bro? JC, nice to meet you. What's your name? Chris, Mind Virus. Chris, from from what band? Mind Virus. Mind Virus, yeah, yeah. brother. Is this and your first Kryptonite? It's, Mar- it's our first Kryptonite. Yes. Yo, so how fucking excited are you to play? I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah, I'm a big Superman fan, a big Oski fan. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. Good, man. So you've played Oski shows before? Yes. Yeah, I played uh, our first show at Oski's was um. Uh, Headbangers Bowl, actually. Oh and, uh, my yeah, yeah, yeah. god, Headbangers Bowl, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, tell me that wasn't the livest fucking show. <laughs> it was, yeah. Dude, we played on that too. So we've played on the same bill before. Yeah, yeah, we just yeah. don't know each other. Yeah, so it's yeah. always good to exactly. meet new people. Yeah. Cool. Yo, that I was so fucking toasted for that show, man. <laughs> it was too I'm much. Sure a lot of people yeah, worry. it was crazy. Uh, so why is this your first kryptonite? If you played all the way back, that was like 2017. That happened. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I. Um, our our band has only been uh, together for a year. Oh, okay. And okay. Um, yeah, so you know, uh, Kryptonite was was coming up, and you know, I'd, uh, I I played Headbangers Bowl, and uh, I had another band that played with with at Oski event too. We played a uh, Femfest, mm-hmm. two thousand think sixteen. Um, oh, when Oki, I remember that. When, yeah. when Oski had it here. Yeah. Um, uh, I have another singer songwriter uh, group that I play with. So uh, you know, I always, I knew Oski for a while, and um, coming around, you know, uh, Kryptonite. You know, I, I was, uh, you know, years before Kryptonite, I, I didn't I didn't have a metal band. Oh, okay, uh, so know. a little more softer type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I was always into metal here and there, but uh, you know, I, I was never in a, you know, like a, a committed, you know, like serious Project. metal band. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I I got one. You know, it, it it took about a year for us to to get together and you know start writing and stuff like that, and then you know. Uh, 
yeah, uh, or, or earlier earlier this year. You know, we uh, we got together, we mm-hmm. you know collaborated, we got you know these songs, you know, really uh, r- r- really really down, and then anything uh, released, anything in yeah, EP yeah, we, or anything we like a, that. We, we have a we have a single uh-huh. on uh, on YouTube right now on Spotify. It's called um, it's called Crushed by Burden. Fuck yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Make sure yeah, you guys yeah, check yeah, that yeah, out. Real, Are you guys gonna be uh, playing real, that real live? Shit. Yeah yeah, of course yeah. Is yeah. that like your uh, yeah. like your hit right now? Yeah yeah yeah, you could say so. Yeah yeah, yeah. it's our single right now. We're going to the studio next month. Actually, the the day after uh, the day after Kryptonite, we're going in the studio where we record our whole record. Oh shit! Like, a, are you guys doing an EP or a yeah. full length LP album? Like, uh, more I than guess 10 you could tracks? say an EP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. What, like four or five tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what's yeah, up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that's one of the hardest things about being a musician is you know trying to find studio time, trying to find the I right know. producer yeah. and engineer. Yeah. How'd you guys come across who you play, who you record with? Are yeah. you recording with the same person? That yeah, did yeah, the yeah. Of course. Well, my my, my singer songwriter uh, band. Um, she she worked with them, uh, you know my, my my vocalist and my uh, my keyboardist. She uh, she worked with them like 2016, and uh, you know it was it's was a, it a studio out of um, out of Jensen Beach, Raincat. Jensen Beach, that's kind of far, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, yeah, we're in Fort Pierce, Port St. Lucie. Oh like shit! So you guys made the drive down yeah, here? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, so you know, how- I did. I'm representing. But gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, she she knew them and she worked with them in 2016 and 17. Uh, I um, I uh, uh, I joined with her. We did our whole album with them, and uh, um, when we had our singer, or I'm sorry, when we had our single, right. um, yeah, we, we went to the same studio because it was a good, you know, I had a good uh, rapport with them and you know friendship and you know they're good, they they have great quality. Yeah, it's so, always good to work with the same people. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, you have that consistency, you know, through the right. whole album. Right, you know? exactly. So, you get the you know, same. You don't sound. want to jump around and have different, you know, you know. Yeah, you unless know, that's what you're going for. But if you want, like you said, a consistent yeah, sound. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then yeah, you yeah. go for that. So yeah, we recorded one single with them. What's and, their name, uh, bro? Shout them out. I'm sorry. The, the name of the studio. What's the name? Uh, the rain, uh, uh, studio is called Raincat Recording. Raincat Recording. Shout yeah, out to yeah. them, man, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're awesome. Yeah, uh, both the producers. Um, uh, 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 yeah, they're 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 uh, 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 they're good people to work with. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Mind Virus, you guys are going to be playing February fifteenth here at Kryptonite, man. Any last words before we yeah, get man. the next guy um, out here? I just want to you know really thank out you know really thank uh, Oski. You know he you know we're we're an upcoming metal band. You know we're relatively new, and um, you know I really thank him for giving us a chance. And you know you know we can't wait to do you know more. Or kryptonite. Hell yeah, man. So, my man. virus. Make sure you guys yeah, are man. here. Stick around. Appreciate you sitting down with me, brother. Thanks, man. Have a good one. Yo, who, who we got next? Who wants to sit down on the throne? Right here. Orlando. Come on down. Come on down, Orlando. Man, you, you made a hell of a fucking drive to come down here. A little bit. My life. JC. Nice yeah, to meet yeah. you, brother. Nice to meet you, too. My name's Daryl. Daryl? Daryl. Nice, man. So, what's the name of your band, Daryl? Uh, Severed Son. Severed Son. And I know... You guys come down from Orlando. I appreciate you guys. I mean, just making the trip for the meeting, coming down and sharing your music with us. Oh, yeah, man. It's a big opportunity to have bands from places like that up North Tampa, Orlando, Port St. Lucie, because like Oski said earlier, we can make that connection and hopefully play up there. I just, um, we came, 
not too long ago, I think like October-ish from playing a place up there. I forgot what it's called, um, but they do some radio show out of there. Hmm. Uh, man, if, I, I feel so bad because she was such a nice lady. Man, it could be a couple of different uh, places. Ace Cafe, maybe? I don't remember, man. I, God damn it. I should. I, but if if uh, if I see you before the night is over, I'll try and find that place. But yeah, I definitely want to play more shows up there. I mean, the metal yeah. scene up there is crazy. Yeah, yeah, man. There's a lot of good venues up there. Um, some really good ones. Uh, the Haven. The Haven. Uh, Haven. Is that where the fuck we played? I think that's where. We, does it have a like? Everybody's like, played the Haven. I think. So, it yeah, has like a, a back room, right? Like, and it, it kind of opens up. It's oh no, long. I think that's uh, Western Trading Company. Is, is the that one what with I'm the like? Because it's got like the sports bar kind of thing up front, and then the middle area, and then like. The back rooms like the metal bar. Yeah, yeah. I think that's West End Trading Company. That's uh, that's a good venue too. There's this one place. Uh, I remember specifically. They had like really nice furniture inside and shit. Had like a nice couch, like a like a uh, like a wooden table and shit. Like it looked real kind of like 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 I don't know where that is. Kind of <laughs> man. I'm I'm gonna look up that little tour. We played um. What's it? We played Newport Richie. We played Verona. I don't know yep. if you guys have heard of that. Oh yeah, we play there all the time. We're playing there on the eighth, actually. Oh so, yeah, for the yeah. for the benefit. We're on the uh, Vakan Metal Battle. Actually. Oh yes, yo, Eras yeah. One. Shout out to Eras One. They're playing that. I know. I think Seven Sins is going to be up there. How crazy would that be to win that and, and go and get to play in Germany? Yeah, man? we're we're gonna try, man. We're yeah. gonna do our best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, is it like if you win this, you get um, into like a next stage, like a finals yeah, almost, like you, and then you get to play for Germany? Yeah, basically? it's like the regional shows. Uh-huh. So like we're gonna play, and then there's a second regional show over at the Verona, and I guess the two winners of that are gonna go on to go to like a more like a nationals like national type thing and then there's a final battle in like LA. Oh and so fuck. and then it's off to Germany so Dude, I, I figured we got sick. as good a chance as anybody else. So pretty much, man. That's right. Uh, I mean, hey, you can't win if you don't play, right? Exactly. You miss every shot you don't take. At the Hell end yeah! Of the day. <laughs> and a metal festival like that—it's—it's kind of legendary, isn't it? It's been around. Oh yeah, Wacken, Yeah, in Germany, man. That's like the biggest metal fest uh, besides, besides maybe download or something. Or, or, yeah, I mean that's uh, a huge, huge. Yeah, man. It, it, and to, I mean, so much exposure, like the, the the scene in Europe specifically for black metal and death metal and shit like that. It's I feel like it's a little more alive than it is here stateside. You know, here what I mean? in South America, actually, we're, we're South trying to America get down there. too. Man. Oh, they love yeah, Iron Maiden oh, and yeah. all that shit over oh, yeah. there. South dude. America. We met some guys on our last tour uh-huh. uh, who were out of. Uh, Columbia uh-huh. and uh, man, those guys were killer. And uh, we've been trying to set something up with those guys. And, and so, down in South America, yeah, in what's Columbia? that? Down in Colombia? Yeah, down in Colombia. Oh, amazing. We got some contacts down in like Argentina, Peru, Brazil. So we're gonna hopefully, probably won't be this year, but hopefully next year, so like 21, 20, 21, maybe we can get down there and do, do like a, a South America dates. tour. So that'd be pretty cool. Maybe we can get down. Do some dates in the Southwest, like Dallas, you know that kind of stuff. That's oh, where we were yeah. going to go this year, but we just couldn't get schedules to work out, so we're we're going back on tour in June. We're going to be up up north. We're going to Connecticut, Maryland, New York, New Jersey, D.C. I think uh, Richmond, North wow. Carolina, Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, I don't have all the dates on off the top of my head, but it's. So, uh, can I ask you a quick question, just yeah. like before? You know, I only got you for a few minutes. Um, being someone who, I mean, I don't know what to what extent 
your music pays for like your regular life but like how do you balance like work life and stuff like that I don't know if you have a job like a regular 9 to 5 oh, yeah, type yeah. thing yeah, and we like all got doing jobs. tours like that how do you manage doing that because I would love to tour like that but to take that much time off work uh, it's tough man would be it, hard. it is tough because everybody's got to get their you know vacation time to line up and then you know you got to make sure you save up good tour budget and everything you know for sure you know so that that's uh it's it it's, it's not cheap months of you know? planning right oh yeah it takes a lot of planning like I said we're still booking dates and it doesn't start until June so you know we're 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 almost all completely booked for the time we've got. It's going to probably be about a two-week, maybe two-and-a-half if we can get the dates to work out right. But we're hoping to get in, like, at least 14 shows. That That's our, you know, we're, we're trying to get in. Well, I take that back. We're trying to get in, like, 12 shows. And so we're going to try to get 12 shows in in, like, two-and-a-half, maybe three weeks. It depends on where they end up being and how much travel time there is between each. The last tour, we lost our drummer. And so we had to cancel a lot of dates. Lost, I mean, like st- lost, like he died, or no, he quit. He ch- he chumped out, wow. and uh, so we had to pick up a guy up in Delaware that uh, filled in for us, and he did most of the leg up there. And I mean, he killed it. He was awesome. You can check it out on our website, severedson.com. Hell yeah! You can see video of us. Uh, we had a professional video shot at Dingbats in Clifton, New Jersey. Fuck yeah! And uh, that was the fill-in drummer playing there. So you see, I mean, he's killer. I mean, Dude. we practiced with him one night, and then went on stage. <laughs> that That's amazing. So yeah, it was like man, and he killed it. I mean, he was excellent. Yo, so honestly, yeah. um, big shout out to him. His name is Ron. Shout so, out yeah. to Ron, the drummer, yeah. man. That's fucking great. Um, I'm in Unoy. I'm the drummer for Unoy, actually, man. So if you need a band for any kind of filling dates, man, we would love to join you yeah. on a couple dates out there. I don't know if we could do the whole. Like, but maybe like two or three dates, man. We could probably do a weekend with you guys or a couple weekdays, yeah, man. man. I would be stoked. I, I've never done a tour like that outside of the state. So to have a connect like that, man, yeah. I'd be I'd be stoked. Hit us up on it through our website or, you know, Facebook or whatever. I mean, we'll and, be uh, linked up again we'll February see. 15th here yeah, for Kryptonite. We're be so here, we'll talk so more in person right. and get that yeah, uh, squared absolutely, out. Absolutely, man. Other so. than that, uh, Daryl, man, thank you for joining yeah, me. Any yeah, last yeah, words man. you want to tell the people before I get no, the next person up here? Check us out, SeveredSun.com. Check us out on Facebook. We're on Spotify, YouTube, uh, pretty much everywhere. Uh, and uh, we're looking forward to playing this festival. It's our first time playing in Miami, I really? think. Wow. I think. You got all these fucking dates. Never <laughs> been down to Miami. I know we played Sarasota a couple of times. Yeah. and uh, But, yeah, we've been trying to make it down here and just haven't had a chance. I don't know why. But, oh, we uh, get fucking rowdy down so, here, Daryl, so we're going to show you how Miami does that. Hell, yeah, man. Looking forward Fuck, to it. Good so. shit, brother. Right, brother. I appreciate you, man. All right, man. Good shit. Drive home. Get safe. Yep, going to be a fun drive. (laughs) (laughs) You're driving back tonight? All right, man. You're driving back tonight? That's crazy, man. Shout out to Severed Son. Shout out to Daryl, man. Get home safe, brother. All right, who want to sit down with me next? We! I, hey, I'm sorry, man. I got, I, I, you guys have been on like six episodes already. Go ahead, sit down, brother. Yo, Are you leaving? Yeah. No, you're not leaving right now. Joe, you're not Everybody leaving. Everybody recording is going to be here fucking February 15th. Red 11, everyone's good. I hate you, Joe. Love you, bud. All right, brother. That was Joe from Macronia. Make sure you guys check them out. We'll have to uh, compress that down a little bit. My name's I don't know JC. How I follow man. that. No, I don't know. I don't know how anybody <laughs> follows that, man. How you doing? Hey, man. What's, what's up, your man? name? Christian. Christian. JC. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Welcome to the throne, man. This is my podcast. Uh, I interview bands and shit. You know, Oski has me here. Nice. Uh, just trying to get a feel for the bands coming down here. Okay. And do like a special little Come episode on. to promote the show, basically. Okay. Done. So, what's your band? All right. So uh, our band is Immortal Orchestra. Oh, I've heard of you guys. Yeah. I've heard of wow. you guys. I've never. I've never <laughs> seen you guys play. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, we uh, um, yeah we played we played Kryptonite a couple years ago, and uh, we've uh, we've been um, well, uh, we've been a band um, uh, for about like yeah, about like six seven years now actually. It's kind of it's kind of scary to actually. Time. It's kind of scary to actually think of it that way. But yeah, man. Yeah, we uh, we uh, we've been a band for uh, for quite some time now. I, I joined sort of uh, um, I joined sort of later on in the in the process. Uh, Henry Guimaras, he's the uh, he's the, uh, the guitarist and the growling vocalist and and the composer of the band you know it's his brainchild that's so, fucking uh, sick man it's yeah. always somebody's brainchild <laughs> yeah it's you know always somebody's I mean? brainchild yeah, I'm, I'm not creative enough uh, same here dude <laughs> our bass player singer does most of the songwriting yeah. aspect my bad i know you good bro uh but yeah. yeah as far as kryptonite this isn't your first one then no this isn't our first one this will this will be our uh, our second and um we're really stoked to play it um also uh, uh, uh henry and i are also in uh, uh we joined a uh, a band called cryolith which is uh, black metal uh, uh, formed by Johnny Acosta, and that's like and the so newest project going that's on. That's our right newest uh, project going on, and so it's also Johnny's. Uh, yeah, I just I just jump on Brainchild. <laughs> so what do you what really. do you play? <laughs> I play drums. Gotcha. Okay, I'm a drummer yeah, as well. Oh, nice. That's why it's called the Throne. It's Drum Throne. It's, fuck yeah. You know what see? I mean? It's not like royalty or whatever. <laughs> you know, all, there's it's a little play on words. I try and do it. Try and be <laughs> nice a little dude. clever. Yeah. But uh, since it's not your first rodeo, I mean, I feel like Kryptonite. Um, the last couple years, I don't know if the interest died down a little bit or the scene was just not feeling okay. it, but I feel like uh, three years ago and, and beyond before that, it was mm-hmm. like popping, like it was packed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and so for this year, I'm hoping to get more of that vibe. You yeah, know? I, I, yeah, I definitely hope so too. I hope a lot of people come out. I'm going to be promoting it a lot and, you know, just trying to just trying to get people out because it's just, it, you know, the scene down here can, you know, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, really cool people, a lot of dedicated people in the scene, but it's also, you know, it's not enough as some other scenes and, you know, to be able to play, you know, heavy music and, you know, fast music and stuff like that where, you you know the, you know the you know, the main music scene is dominated by you know reggaeton and yeah. you know, Jimmy Buffett cover bands. <laughs> That's the thing is those are the highest paying gigs too. Yeah, exactly. It's like you want to make so, money, you better start so, playing you know, some covers. So like you know it's really you know it's a really great thing that you know you guys have you know have have this you know have local you know metal bands and you know and hardcore bands and just people be able to come out and play you know give a, you know give a an outlet for that is really something that's really cool. Yeah, you know, I think so it's definitely you know definitely appreciated. It's really important to have that, you know what I mean? Have someone like Oski who's willing to put on these shows and put themselves on the line monetarily, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, yeah, to make the course. shows happen, mm-hmm. printing posters, doing all that shit. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a huge it's a huge undertaking to uh, to put up a production. I, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm an actor uh, myself and so um, you know, so just so in as far as the, the theater the theater aspect and everything of of trying to put up a show, it's so many it's so many components other than just other than just the performers that you actually see on stage, you know, exactly. it, it just you know, there, there's you know, the, the performers are actually the least important thing <laughs> sometimes in the entire in the entire process, you know. You know, he got so many people behind the scenes and work and working, you know, busting ass trying to trying to get it to go, and you know, people don't normally see that. It's sort of the you know, they're you're the young sung heroes of you know of the of the process. So it's really cool, really cool to have a, you know have dedicated people on it. Fuck yeah, man! It's always nice to have that shit, and 
uh, you know, give give the people a little bit of the taste of what it takes to actually get on stage. You exactly. know what I mean? Uh, other than that, Christian, any last words before I get on the next person, man? I really appreciate you coming um, and talking to me for a little course, bit. Of course, man. No, just uh, I mean, for, you know, come out, support, support local metal, support local punk rock, and you know, just just come out and have a good fucking time. Good shit, man. Kryptonite, February fifteenth. Make sure yeah, you come yeah. and check out Immortal Orchestra. Thank, Thank you, you man. Christian. Thanks so much, buddy. Appreciate, appreciate you, brother. Bro. I'll take that mic from you. All right, who wants to come sit down, talk some shit? Hi. Come down, sit down, talk some shit. How you doing? How you doing? You, if you can pull up a chair, Ooh, you guys shit, just I'm go, oh, let's over. not knock over the let's whole setup now. No, no. Hi, JC, nice to meet you. Hey, I'm Jill. Jill, nice to meet this you. This is Brizzy D. Brizzy D. And we are Union nice Kane. Union Kane. Union Kane. Okay, so just uh, if you, if you want to butt in. Oh, yeah, I do have a card for you, bro. I got you. Let me get this gentleman a card. I'll hold the microphone down here. Yeah, man, the full episode will come out probably the week before the, the show. Check me out. I like, I like your Kamsa, man. That's uh, awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm not Jewish, though. That's okay. You're wearing it for, for swear thing. Yeah, for yeah, luck. for luck, you know? This is, our, this is our little publication here. Oh, very nice. Thank Isn't that you. Awesome? I, that, oh, you know what? I always thought about putting a little, uh, what do they call these? The, um, I have no idea. QR so gonna, code. Yeah, a QR it. code on my on mine, but I'm not clever enough. Um, you know what? They let you punch in your thing on the card company, and then they go, blink, and, they, and it pops Yo, up. This is a very cool card. I wish I could show you. This is audio only. I wish I could show the people this. Union Kane. Okay, so is this guy, uh, is this your first kryptonite? Actually, I was just talking to Oski, uh-huh. and, I, and I said to him, you know what? I played this with you. 10 years ago I said was that Kryptonite he says yeah because I said I know where we were placed stage wise and then I knew the other band that was on the stage I'm like so I, it must have been that because it goes that far back when I was with another band I mean it's this is 13 so yeah, it so definitely goes ago, back way it. that far but Brizzy you didn't play it did you? With nope band? you've never totally played Kryptonite I'm a virgin you're a virgin uh, to the uh, show. Kryptonite virgin. Yeah, well, this is uh, one of the dopest festivals of the year, usually. I mean, it happens every February. And I'm always stoked to play it. We we, we got, it, you know when you get like a little fatigued playing shows? We play the same show every year. So we took last year off. So now coming back, hitting full force. Like last year, I just came to watch. You know what I mean? Can't you come That's to spectate, cool. come to support your friends? Absolutely have to support local music. Very, very important to support local music. Um, I remember that from years and years ago. You have to because it's bad enough that you're trying to get people just to come out and see an original work. A lot of times people will come out to see cover bands. Yep. But to be original and to get people to come and see you, you know, you want people to come see you, you got to go see them. you got to let them know you support what they are doing. Please come support us. It's Everybody's got to hold everybody else's hands. That's how we grow. Yeah, I mean, it's common sense, really. Let me tell you, coming out tonight and talking to all these band members, man, I'll tell you, it's like you just feel the camaraderie, man. We're all just ready to get together and have one heck of a time. Yeah, and that's what I love about Kryptonite. It shows the, the real, like, family aspect of the metal scene down here. There's so many dope bands that I've met. and I mean, not even bands, like just people. So many, like, great people that are really good friends of mine now that I met just through playing music here, you know, through Oski. Oh, yeah. And Oski, uh, I He's mean, been his, here forever. his branches extend out far as fuck. He knows so many people. You know, he's always setting up shows, always trying to get the people together. Even I knew if it's, him back when he did The Rock over at Tobacco Road. I, I wasn't even around. Like, I, I'm, I'm 23, so he's, <laughs> doing, he's doing these shows at Tobacco Road. I'm in middle school, high school, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not Thank even you. thinking about that. I feel awesome hearing that. I'm sorry, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I got to keep it real. I know. And uh, what's funny is, um, if you know Mike McSween? Uh, Thousand Pounds of Thrust? 
he's been around just as long as Oski, you know what I'm saying, like since the first kryptonite and all that. And uh, it ended up being that I went to elementary school with his son who plays in his band, and we met up at a show, like playing together. That's craziness. Yeah, it's such a small world. It's such a small world, yo. Did you guys, uh, when did you guys start Union Kane? Union Kane developed in 2017. Um, okay. I was not part of the original ensemble. Uh, Brizzy and Kane got together. And then they brought in Jay the Worst and Big Dollar. I'm the last one in. There have been a few changeovers here and there, and I came in in March. Was it March? Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, I was in March. So newest member over here? Yeah, I am. Man, so where are the OGs at, Brizzy B? Let me tell you, man, it's tough to find that perfect element. We really brought it as a union. We brought everything together. Now we have the magic, we have the chemistry, and we're ready to rock. Yeah, Fuck the, yeah, the man. The pieces are, are all together for the puzzle, and the momentum is is growing. We have a gig Saturday night over at Premiere. We've Hell got yeah. Kryptonite coming up. We're going to be playing in Tennessee for a metal festival. Wow. Yeah, so it's a lot of exciting things happening. That's fucking great. Any material out there that the people can listen to right now? Right now, you can access via the website and or on Facebook, iTunes, uh, Apple, what is that? Apple Spotify, Music. Apple Music, Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Amazon. All that we have shit. three releases that are out right now, but we're actually finishing up the the first album that we're hoping to have it out to the public by what the end of February, early March. That's what we're hoping for. We're already starting to write tunes for a second album. Fuck yeah, man! You gotta always think ahead. You always gotta be working on the next project because once you release it, it's like oof. Now what? You know what I yeah. mean? So make sure you guys check out Union Kane with a K K A I. And make sure you guys check them out. Check out the releases. Look out for the new album. And February 15th, you guys will be at Kryptonite. We will with bells on. Blowing the fucking house down. Thank That's you guys so yeah, much. yeah, rock on, everybody. Brizzy B, thank you so much right for on. sitting with me. Nice and I'm terrible with names. It's all right. I'm Jill, but I go Jill. by Glazer Girl, whatever you want to call Glazer me. Glazer Girl. Gigi. See, I'm going to remember that. Glazer there you Girl. Go. Glazer Girl. Thank you so thank much you. for sitting with me, y'all. I will see you guys at uh, Kryptonite. Let me get you a card as well. Thank you, guys. Oh, you know how it is. That one man operation. Am I out? Oh shit, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out of I'm out of business. I'm sorry. That was my last one. I'm I I should have come more prepared. You and Kane, I'll let you down. I'm out of business cards, people. Thank you guys so much for sitting with me. Looking forward to seeing you guys at the show. All right, who's trying to sit down and talk some shit? Yes, yes, all the people, all of them. I just wanted this to be short. No, no problem. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing. I try and keep it as brief as possible. My name's JC, brother. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. What's your name? My name is Mike Bush from Evilesque. Evilesque, okay. Again, another band that I've heard of. Yeah, we're playing at Kryptonite Metal, Metal Festival uh, February 15th. Where are you guys from? Pub. We're from Kendall. Kendall, okay. Yeah. So it's not that bad of a drive for you. Yeah, it's not. It's not too bad. Uh, we've, been, we've been writing music for a uh, very long time. I I started this band in 2007. Yeah. Oh fuck. Uh, been writing. Been stuck underground for so many years. It's been uh, over a decade. Never man. really went anywhere uh, as far as you know commercial success or anything like that. Because I'm not a businessman. But as an artist, I've uh, I've gotten really deep uh, with it. I have I've written ten albums worth of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just starting to get back material. up on my feet. I'm recovering from drug addiction. Uh, tough, tough and, deal. Uh, we're going to uh, just basically going to be spending the rest of my life uh, recording and producing the rest of my music. 
We already have an album out. It's called Kendall Purgatory. Kendall Purgatory. Yeah. Okay, I've I been like living that. in Kendall for 33 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Haven't so done much traveling. Like very that, huh? isolated person. Very introverted. So it kind of uh, feels like Purgatory. Is that what it is? Yeah, I guess. I guess in a way, that's what the, the metaphor is. But the the music is very dark. Uh, it's, uh, I'm trying, I'm actually trying to scare people with my music. Uh, I make, I'm trying to make the scariest music possible. <laughs> well, let me. I actually I wanted to touch on the Kendall aspect, like being that the scene down here is so like pop centric and and into rap and and reggaeton and all that shit. Yeah. How, how are you, how do you survive being a metal band out in Kendall and in the uh, Miami scene? There is no survival. In fact, uh, one of the main one of the main things uh, with this band is uh, the undead, uh, the whole undead thing with the zombies. Uh, we have a huge zombie theme, uh, and it has it has a lot to do with really just failure I guess a lot of it was failure that it didn't really go anywhere you know so as far as but you never give as up as far though. as you the, just keep the mainstream music I've gone completely the opposite direction right I'm trying to be as wacky and crazy as possible my main influences are like you know Mr. Bungle Les Claypool from Primus and things like that I know that. Les Claypool and I know yeah. Primus I haven't heard of the first one though yeah. so yeah that's basically what very we're quirky artist yes you ever heard of uh, Pinkly Smooth Pinkly Smooth is something that my drummer uh, Kevin Klingenschmidt just got me into uh, apparently it's with a drummer from Revenge Sevenfold right yeah yeah that was his project Advanced. yeah it was beautiful I loved it huge Mr. Bungle influence I could tell I immediately tell that they must have loved Mr. Bungle maybe man because Mr. Bungle sounds like he's fucking out there yeah man uh, so you fuck with like Gigi Allen and shit like that uh wasn't much of a fan of Gigi Allen as far as like shit like that I was more of like a butthole surfer's guy you know okay uh, <laughs> just like really like, like you know, LSD up the ass type of shit you gotcha, know what I mean gotcha 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 like, so like yeah. Do you uh, do you like fuck with like what what is this band that everyone loves Grateful Dead and all that shit? Uh, Grateful Dead, not so much. I'm more of a Genesis guy. I like Genesis and Pink Floyd. And things I like love that. Led Pink Zeppelin, Floyd, man. Hendrix. Any uh, kind of influence like that in your music? Huge. Uh, like I, careful I, with that Axe Eugene type yeah, shit. Yeah, that, that was the that was the beginning of when uh, Roger Waters. That was the beginning of when Roger Waters started doing that that weird screeching thing that he did in uh-huh. uh, Another Brick in the Wall. That. Yeah, type of thing. Yes, I love he that song. He snapped on that shit. He Careful with that it. axe. Yeah, I love yeah, that that's song. a great fucking song. And medals and all that stuff before, and, and the stuff they did with Sid, you know, before he went nuts, was uh, really solid. I mean, I love David Gilmore. Trust me, like, I mean, me that span of albums, like, I don't think any band is ever going to have a better span than like, Dark Side, Animals, Wish You Were Here, The Wall. Like that, you. Ah, I can't I, even put it in words. I totally get you on that. I, I when I was a, when I was younger, when I was a teenager, I took LSD, a large amount of it, and I listened to <laughs> Dark Side of the Moon on repeat for about fourteen hours. Oh, uh, dude, that's the that's the first changed, album. It changed me forever. And now, um, my my drummer, a lot of our fans actually will say that our music sounds like like it's like a, a really like Pink Floyd on crack type of thing. On crack, I like that. Yeah. Well, well, anyway, uh, what was your name again, man? My name is Mike Bush from Evil S. Mike Bush, Evil S. Make sure you guys check them out. Anything that the people can listen to online right now? Yes, we have an album out called Kendall Purgatory. Hell yeah. It's an hour and a half long. It's full of crazy, psychedelic horror. Fuck yeah, man. Make sure you check that out, Mike Bush. Thank you so much for sitting with me, brother. Thank hey, you drive for the interview, safe, man. man. And I'm looking forward to seeing you guys February 15th. I'm going to check out your, your podcast, man. Thank you, man. The Throne the Podcast. Throne. Yes, check that out. Let me take that mic from you. Thank you, brother. Have a good night, man. Yo, who's trying to talk some shit? Oh, man. Lou, Lou, Lou. I got a bone to pick with you, man. Careful, don't spill that.
you know, it's a crooked table. But, um, Lou, man, you've only been on one fucking episode. I know, I know. You've never been to the new studio. I've had Renee at the new studio. I've had Mike at the new studio. I don't know your drummer that well. Um, and so I've, I've been I've been itching for another Lou episode. I mean, I've tried to combo you with Danny what can I say? or Joe. I want you and Joe on yeah, the same episode. The, the Brothers of Destruction. You know what yes, I mean? Sir. That would be the way to do it. But it's hard to get you guys in the same fucking room un- unless it's a show. It's me, man. I, I'm, I have uh, so much going on, man, with the kid being born and yeah. all this crazy shit. And, you know, I took a break for a second just kind of being out there. Uh, even with the shows. I think we played two shows in the last... Eight months, I took wow. a break. I took a, a time to myself, kind of reflect on a lot of things. Um, I lost a friend in July. Oh, Two weeks later, I had my that. son. And um, on the way back, where I'm at now, it's 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 about we've been writing a record, yeah, and we've been focusing on just getting things ready for 2020. You know, so. A lot know, of big man. things in the that, works. That, that, that's my fault. I, I do. I, I, I like. I like secluding <laughs> myself. Balls, by the way. No, I know, but I do like secluding myself. It's something that I've actually heard a couple times. So it is what it is, you know. Yeah, I, I just think you're an interesting character, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of your band. So getting to talk and getting to hear more about what, what goes behind it and shit. Thank you, know you what brother. I mean, you guys always put on a good show. Yeah. And um, I mean, your sound is uh on. Well, Tremors, right? Yeah, Found Tremors. That yeah. that shit, it kicks ass. Like it's heavy as fuck. Yeah. The layered vocals are sick. If you haven't heard Tremors by Born Beneath, make sure you check that shit out. Yeah, man. So the next project that you're working on is like a full length album, like ten plus. We're tracks, doing another eight doing? tracks. So yeah, it's another full length album. Um, we're a little over halfway through it. We're gonna be recording the album really soon. We have a bunch of awesome shows that we're gonna announce. We we're kind of holding it in our own. Um, but it involves some major, major um, places that people actually go to, like Culture Room and Re- Revolution and stuff. We're working on some crazy stuff. Besides that, music videos that are, are getting into play and, you know, photos that we're getting done. 2020, we're revamping Born Beneath all complete. And it's something that we, we thought we needed to do, especially with the big break. I've heard it all night, you know, while we were here. Well, people message me all the time, where you guys at, what are you guys doing? And I'm like, don't worry, we're, we're working, but just we're working underground. I got you. That, that was kind of our, that was, was on purpose. We, we want the, the element of surprise. And so you guys kind of took the hiatus to kind of like build that yeah, hype up a little bit? I needed it, and it was for me. It was not for, for the rest sure. of the band. The rest of the band has been working. They're, I mean, Renee and Gary weren't. We're here tonight just because they're practicing and they're 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 focusing on writing a new record, and uh, for me it was more I needed I needed my my time to kind of put my head into it again. Yeah, you know, I get that, you. That's just how I am. You know. No, sometimes you just need a break from shit, man. Mm-hmm. Like we've had, you know, we had uh, we had to let go of Dave, the guitar player, you yeah. know, bushy hair, and then Vince decided to to leave the band, so we were down to three people at that's one crazy. point. That's crazy. That's the first time I hear about that. Yeah, man, Vince left. Um, you know, he's just on doing his own thing now, like not music wise, just life wise. You know what I mean? That's how it is sometimes. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And you know, me, we're, we're all still cool. We were hanging out with Vince the other day. You know what I mean? He's still part of the family and shit. It's just you know sometimes you just don't have he you don't have the time that you want to put towards something you know and, and we get it. So shout out to him, but like yeah, we're looking at three people. Like man, what the fuck are we gonna do? But now you know we got our guitar player. We're working on certain synths and stuff that we might be able to do without Vince yeah. and shit like that. And so you just keep chugging, man. And sometimes 
like I needed some space at that point. Like I needed to take a, a step back because I'm like that was like the first major setback. Like a lot of the bands out here, they have revolving lineups. You know, a lot of people come in yeah, and out of the bands of and shit like that. And we were pretty consistent for like a couple of years, like at least three years, we had the same lineup. And so, so quick for two people to leave like that and us kind of be in limbo and like keyboard players. Like where the fuck are you gonna find one of those? You know what I mean? That could scream too. Yeah, that yeah. Had he some could pipes sing. On him. He had some he pipes. Play on him. bass. He, he, he would uh, front for some songs, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Vince was diverse, man. So it's hard to replace a member like that. And I was kind of disheartened about the whole situation and shit. But you find new people and you keep it moving, man. So I'm excited to hear what you guys are doing. Um, are you playing any new songs at Kryptonite? Oh, no. At Kryptonite, we got a whole new set list. A whole new set list. Songs yeah, that we're going to throw heard. it out there, especially for Kryptonite, man. We're, we're really we're really big on this this movement. To us, it's, Kryptonite's always been a movement. I've, I've watched it from afar. In the past, and um, being in a being in a band and playing Kryptonite from t- the Tobacco Road days were really big to us. We, we hold that's a special show. That's like our our family values, or that's our you know like our Coachella. You know, that's right, right, this right. is what my this is what metal bands do for Miami. Yeah, and uh, so for us, we're gonna come in brand new songs. That's fucking awesome, new, dude. I'm excited. Whole new gear, bunch of shirts, bunch of hats. Hell yeah. And we're going to go in fucking crazy. And Hell yeah. It's, it's something that we, we've been working on, but underground. We've been very silent for a reason. Because when we come out, it's the element of surprise. Like, wow, this guy's really came out this big, you know? And and um, that was something I felt I needed to do for myself to kind of just reinvent myself a little bit. And also on vocals. On the new record, on the new songs, you're gonna notice a big difference. And same thing with Renee. Renee's on the eight string guitars now, and we're going. Oh on, yeah, that's right. We're going. We're going that. on a different level, man. We're going. We're we're doing something bigger than what people are expecting. And I'm excited. And I'm I can't, fucking excited. I can't dude. wait to show what I, I'm excited as a fan. That's Born always beneath. good, man. When you're excited about yeah. the material you're gonna put out, man, that's always a good fucking feeling. And that bro. was the thing. I was I was just not in it mentally. Yeah. And I needed to step away so I could revamp myself. And that way I could help this band do what we're about to do. What we're about to do is crazy. And we have a bunch of shows that we're going to announce and people are going to be like, and you better have us on serious? that shit, bro. Come I on, promise. Man. I promise. Dude, it's listen, be crazy, man. man. We got, we got. I got a chance to play Revolution in April, man, and it was one of the. It was the greatest show I ever played. Yeah, like, I'm sure. The it, hype and the. It changes you. It, you know, the, the the mentality changes. You know, as a band. For real. They, you have you, you have to hold yourself in a standard. It and makes I'm, you kick it into high gear. And I'm about I'm all about standard. I'm all about keeping yourself at a standard. I don't I don't believe in just eating shit for fucking years. So every year needs to be better than the last. 100%. And that, that's basically what we're about to do. Good shit. But we're Luke. doing it without you know jerking everybody off. We're gonna we're gonna do it, and people are gonna be like fuck. People are gonna be like what the fuck just happened. I'm excited, man. Just because let it, let it simmer, you know, let it simmer for now. Last Kryptonite, you guys had those shirts, man, and I didn't get one, and I was so pissed. The Kryptonite 18 oh, shirts, yeah, yeah, the Kryptonite, yeah. those were clean. So if you guys are gonna have some more merch, definitely. No, we're I'm gonna have a lot of different merch for this one. I'm definitely so. copping some merch, man. Lou, for sure. I'm excited, Born Beneath, February 15th, Kryptonite. Make sure you catch them. Listen awesome, to Tremors, brother. their album, and keep a lookout for that new one, man. Thank yeah. you for talking to me. See you on the flip side, brother. Hell yeah, I'll take that mic from you. Thank you, sir. Andy, come on down. Yo, Andy is a real fucking trooper, man. Let me tell you what Andy's doing right now. Andy is about to sit with me here in this empty room now that everyone's pretty much left at this point. It's me, Andy, Oski, 
and half of Born Beneath, and yeah, and half of Born Beneath. Lou just, you know, you guys just heard Lou. And uh, me and Andy are about to smoke some cigarettes and talk some shit for you. That's how the founding fathers would have wanted it. <laughs> just smoke tobacco. Love you, baby. Thank you. All right, Mike. Yes, sir. We're, we got that book. Mike Rogers is gonna be on the on the on, on the show very soon. That'd so be good. That's make fun. sure y'all look like out for that if it didn't already drop. But Andy, yes, we're here. Kryptonite thirteen. Yes. How many Kryptonites have you played? Did you play one with that first band you were in ever? No, never. No, I've been going to Kryptonite for a long time. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, like yeah. since Tobacco Road days type shit? Or? I went to a Kryptonite at Tobacco Road, but I wasn't there for very long. But I've been coming to the ones at Churchill's a lot. It was before I started playing. How'd you hear about Kryptonite originally? Like, did you know a band um, or some shit? Yeah, yeah. My friends in in um in Silent Mara. I was like in high school. Yeah, my okay. best friend was in their guitarist when we were in high school. That band's been around for a hot fucking minute. About ten years. Yo, Oski, why isn't Silent Mara playing a Kryptonite? Oh, true. Yeah. All right. I it would have been, been a fun show. They're yeah. usually a staple. Oh yeah, yeah, they've been around for a long time. They've been playing a lot of them. They put on that um, uh, cancer benefit show, mm-hmm. don't they? That's where I met Eras One. That's where you met Eras One. That's where I saw What's them. What's that show called again? Uh, Shred for the Cure. Shred for the Cure. That's right. Yeah, Marageddon. Marageddon. That's see, yeah. I was that's like, the I specific name, but they their... have the the charity is Shred for the Cure. Gotcha, gotcha. Because no, I remember it's, uh, it's uh, more. Donated to it I remember the name of the festival Had their yeah, band Mar-Gaden. name in it Mar-Gaden, Yeah yes. I played with a band I opened And then um, And then yeah And then I saw Ears 1 perform Later that night And I loved it And I wanted to play with them And I weirdly Creepily Two years ago Asked them to fucking join Isn't that fucking cool That you just see a band That you fuck with yeah. And then uh, Oh yeah And then you just Fucking join them Like I, I, I You know I have I've had I've had the uh, just don't spill that it's a crooked table, but um I've had the opportunity. No, I'm good, man. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, I got water right here, man. I got a drink right right here. Gonna keep hydrated. Yeah, you got to keep that H two O going. I'm sure the people, the ASMR people, will love that. (laughs) Jesus Christ! All right, I'm sorry, headphone users. No, that definitely clipped. Get out of here. Yeah, that's where I met. That's where I met yours. So that's where you met the band that you're playing with now. And now, the band Eras One is is, uh, probably the band that I'm closest with. I met them at an Oski show. Oski, you want to know the band? Well, you know what's funny is Eras One knew Unoya before I was even in Unoya, right? So the first show we did, it was the 37th anniversary of Churchill's. And we were back there, and it was packed. In the back out here outside It was a wet day And it was It was still packed Yes we had fucking I was wearing dress pants I don't know what the fuck I was thinking Dude that's of. crazy That's insane Did it really? I still have video of that show It's uh, It was it's a fun fucking show It's presence It's 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 uniformity. It's kind of like it's kind of like the Dead Kennedys how they did it. In a way, back in, the in day. a way, I was wearing a polo shirt. I don't know. I wasn't a fan of how I dressed for that show, but that's besides the point. I appreciate that, Oski. But uh, that was the first show, and then who introduced us was Charles. Yeah. Charles was like the return of Unoya, this and that. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is pretty cool for a first show, you know. And then uh, I didn't meet them, meet them till you did. Uh, what was that fucking show? It was the Dimebag Daryl Benefit thing or the memorial um, down at Club Hayes before they closed down at, at, on Chrome Ave. Yo, 
club. Yeah, were you there? It was like yeah, no one, bro. It was like six like people in the crowd. Club, it was an amazing yeah, stage. Was a little stage with a floor stage. Yeah. Yeah, I totally remember that. And uh, I got whacked in the head by my guitarist that night while we were doing the fucking set. Yeah, well, when you get on the mic, we got to tell that story, man. But <laughs> that was the first night I met Eras One. And from then, like, I mean, just the hype that they brought to the stage and shit. Yeah. And then you add you. And you're just a whole nother component of that band now. Like you I mean, taking the Andy spirit and like <laughs> Eras One is not if Andy's not there throwing his guitar around and shit, it's not the same. I mean, I like to think it could be. That's that that's just you find someone that matches that energy, I guess is it would be the 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 simple way of putting it. But you know, I don't think I'm very much different than any other guitar player. I personally like to think that any guitar player can do what I do, but I put my own spin to it and I do what I like and I do what I prefer and I, I add my I guess um a a flair to it I guess if you want to call it that most definitely because a flair like, dude like I said I've said it before I take a lot of influence from from Dimebag Daryl ironically enough and um Eric Clapton's my favorite fucking guitar player Eric Clapton? yeah Eric Clapton's my favorite player I would have player. never guessed that yeah. I mean he's I, sick don't yeah, get me amazing. wrong I just would have never um, guessed and that and Ace Freely from Kiss I just love that like that balls to the wall like presence that very like you know that he commands the space that's kind of what I like doing in here is when I like commanding my area my space and then I work with Ralph and stuff and him and I are always I say butting heads but it's not really an argument it's more of like you know we're kind of always pushing each other to kind of do something a little crazier yeah why Ralph carries around that fucking candle thing and stuff like dude, that dude that fucking candle thing that is thing's fucking awesome, next that's level super cool not a lot of People think to do that, like yeah, bands in have a stage way, props. I don't know. I think it's kind of like that. But I think it looks heavy as shit. Is what it looks. I've held that it's light, super light. Is it really it's like less than a pound? Well, it's ironic, yeah, man. Because he's he's this dude has like a temple hanging off his fucking yeah, he, chain yeah, on his that's pants. Why, that's what I love about Ralph, is that he's also a flair for the dramatic, right? Like right, I am right, at least right. live, right? Yeah, for it, the behind show. Behind closed doors, I'm pretty, I'm pretty tame. I'm pretty. Uh, You're a chill guy. Yeah, I don't. I, I, Except I, for when you answer the door naked, I'm not a fan of that. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> it's not, man. It's I'm just, not trying to see your dick. I mean, so what? It's just a dick. Oh Jesus it's Christ! It's just a dick. It's, it's just, just a dick. It's guys. just a penis, bro. It's just a dick. I mean, guys. I get it. I get it. Because when I was in middle school, I saw another dude's dick. When I was like, you know, gym class, like getting changed and stuff like that, and I'm like, yeah, not a fan. <laughs> like, yeah, come on, man. No one's trying to look <laughs> but at it's dicks. Funny. I think it's hilarious. What? What? <laughs> can you explain the tattoo on your ass and why you got it? Just real quick I don't really you go. want it, but the way that the story was told to me, for the most part, yeah, I'm not gonna do that because that, um, it won't go that anywhere. Tattoo was a, a singer of my old band was a, an apprentice at a tattoo shop, and they got me blitz drunk, and they wanted to put it like near my elbow, near my forearm. Uh-huh. I said, "No, I'm not doing that." They would put it where someone not really gonna see it. And put it somewhere where I could sit still for a couple hours. So we came to the, just the general conclusion. I didn't want a tramp stamp. I didn't want to put it on my leg. I had other ideas for tattoos on other parts of my body. I'm like, I'm never going to tattoo my Just tattoo my ass. But I was, like I said, belligerent drunk off of so much alcohol. I think I even took some cough syrup. That I don't remember. I was, wow. just really, I was really fucked up. So and, that was like an impulse thing. Yeah, it was really, it was really like on the impulse. It was just, uh, it was just in that moment that they, they said, let's tattoo it. And I, I, I tried to, I guess, dr- drunk me has a buffer of stupid shit I could do in one night. And I just said, not on my arm, not where anyone could see it immediately. You want a cigarette? No, just from in here. Oh. Yeah. And that's where that came to be. That's why it's all by butt. I regret it now, but I was too belligerent and too stupid to 
talk myself out of it. They really wanted to give me a tattoo, and I said, "Fuck it, I'll get it. I don't give a shit." Yeah, I mean, I was like, like twenty. An, you an know, impulse decision for me is like I'm on the way home and I get a double cheeseburger. Yeah, you know? I, I, an I impulse it. decision for you is you get a tattoo, tattoo on, on your ass. ass. I know, I know, I've heard that too. But I mean, like, it wasn't like you know, I was driving a car. I was, I was at my. I had a date that day. I had a date that, that morning after or that afternoon after. That was the most uncomfortable date I've ever been it's on. It's like, oh, I can't sit. Hey, dude, why? I fucking hurt. No, I'm saying, why can't you sit? So, yeah, well, you know, I got a tattoo on my ass. And I, I tried not to tell her. She thought it was cute, but uh, eventually. Her? Yeah, she asked. How do you like, let that she heal? Sees me, like, your bucket fidget- sweat? She sees me fucking fidgeting and like trying to move around. She's like, what the hell's the matter with you? I'm like, I, something happened. I can't really disclose. Doesn't doesn't your bucket sweaty, though? How did that not get infected or hurt? It, it, I don't get too sweaty. You know? Like, right, you know, right. not more, you know, Not more than any other person. All right. I'm probably like 20, 30 pounds lighter than two, like, to be fair. Okay. So, you know, you know different strokes, different folks. But aside from that, yeah, it was just a really stupid night, but it was a really fun night, and I don't regret it. I just regret getting, like, right there. Hurt, man. It sucked. It yeah, sucked. It, sounds... it was sore. It didn't get infected. It did get a little red because, you know, the pants and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, But, you know, basketball shorts a lot, as much as I could. Gotcha. Well, you got to stay comfortable. Yeah, yeah, no, fuck that. no. Andy Alvarez, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Here is yeah. one. Here is one. I'm talking about a tattoo on my ass. Kryptonite <laughs> Metal Festival, February 15th. Please I'm be excited. There. Make sure you check out their single, The Passage, available everywhere. Of course. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right. Who's the Who's oh, the next man. victim? Finally down to McFisty. Come and have a seat over that. here, pal. Hilarious. I told my wife, I want 70 of that tattoo all over my body. Yeah, oh, that was, I love that it. Was fun time. That's fun. <laughs> that shit is awesome. Uh, How so you good. doing, boss? Yeah, I'm still alive, so I can't complain. Yes, sir. I feel you. My name's JC. How you doing? Good, 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 good. Uh, I met you a couple times, but you know it's mostly been shows, and that's about it. Yeah, you know, just like hi, bye, you know. Yeah, you know. I try and keep. Nice set. Yo, Andy, don't forget your smokes if you're leaving. Oh, was there a right there? Oh, yes, no, sir. he just donated those to me. Never mind, it's, it's all good. I can't stand Marlboro Reds. I can't stand JC smokes menthol if he's gonna smoke. But uh, what's your name, bro? Oh, you know, my real name's Cody, but stage name's Goat McFisty. Goat McFisty. Okay, so that's what we're going to call you. We're going to call you Goat McFisty. That's cool. Or just Goat, whatever. Goat. <laughs> and why Goat? Can I, can I ask how you came to that? Actually, I got that name in, like, fifth grade. The goat? name Goat. Yeah. Is it because you had that Actually, goatee in no, the fifth no, grade, I too? got the name Goat, and then the beard grew in, like, two years later. <laughs> this is a coincidence. hilarious. Yeah. Well, you know, I used to, I used to do some art and shit, and everybody thought I was satanic as fuck, so... Yeah, you know, I heard different variations of, uh, why don't you sacrifice a goat, goat head, etc. The next thing you know, oh, you're just goat. I'm like, whatever, fuck it. Fuck it. If it sticks, <laughs> I'll take it. Yep. Yeah, they tried to call me Juicy Cock for a while, and I was not I was not down with that. Well, at least it's not Juicy Fruit. Uh, I, you know what? You know what? That That's a good point, but, you know, my, my, my initials aren't JF, so I lucked out because Juicy Fruit would have been a little worse. You're right. Uh, now, this is not your first kryptonite. You guys have been around for a hot minute. Like, I see you guys almost every show. Fuck. Uh, actually, McFisty went through uh, a lot of uh, different changes and shit. But uh, the actual real McFisty started in 2014. Okay. And I think we did every kryptonite since then. So, yeah, at least at least since 15. So this would be, like, year five. number five. Yeah. Were they doing them at Tobacco Road back then? No. Uh, it was already over I here? I think we did the first year here at Churchill's. 
Yeah, it's been at churches as long as I've been in, in a band. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's always pretty much been the biggest festival of the year as far as, like, local goes. I mean, as far as going to uh, a kryptonite, my first one was 2010, and it was still at T-Road. Gotcha, was, gotcha, That was gotcha. pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah, as far as performing, it's always been Churchill's. I, yeah, I've never got a chance to even see Tobacco Road back in the day. You know, I was, I'm was i a youngin'. So. It was a cool venue. It was, uh, it, was, uh, it was a yuppie bar where yuppies went to slum it. This is how I'd describe it, <laughs> for real. <laughs> so what what made it such a good venue for for metal and stuff like that? Like, was it locale? Like, was what the, T Road? Yeah, honestly, they didn't do metal except for when Yader and Oski fucking brought shit in. Honestly, man, it was not a metal venue at all except for for these guys. <laughs> That's fucking dope that they did that though, because I mean, how many venues were there at the time that were down to do some shit like that? Pretty much Churchill's. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> when, I mean, I'm sure Oski's going to get more into it and shit, but let's get into McFisty a little bit. Do you guys have any singles out or anything like that that the people can check well, out? We got uh, the full album on Spotify, uh, YouTube. All the uh, streaming platforms? Most of them. I know we're not on Pandora, but... Um, it's hard to get on Pandora because it's like they put it on shuffle, really, and then all the famous bands get you know get their song played. Well, I mean, honestly, I didn't do... I'm not with the logistics of all that, but yeah. I know that we use DistroKid to do the distributing, so yeah. I don't know if they offer Pandora with that or not, but, you know, as far as all the other ones, it's all up there. <laughs> yeah, I think they do have Pandora. I've just never stumbled across my song on Pandora. We, we use DistroKid as well. Cool. Now, as far as, like, uh, the album, what's it called? Just self-titled McFisty. McFisty by McFisty. <laughs> yep. Do you guys uh like play the songs exactly how you have them on the album live, or you try and do like a different aspect to them live? Um, most of the time when I'm live, I'm drunk as fuck. So <laughs> that's the, fact, the case. The a lot. fact that I actually perform them how it sounds on the album is amazing. But most of the time when it's live, I think it's better than the album because. You know, the live rawness is always going to be better than what's been done in a studio and compressed, mastered, mixed, etc. You yeah. know, <laughs> like you can only capture so much of that essence. In the studio, you're saying? Yeah, right? yeah. A live show, man, is always going to be better than a studio. Even if you fuck up every song, the experience, the energy, all that is always going to be better than listening to a CD. Yeah, it's something about <clears throat> being there and seeing them play and just the loudness of it, too. I mean, you feel the bass like in your chest and whatnot. Hell yeah. When they trigger that bass kick. And then also it depends on the venue because, you know, like there's stage stages, there's security in the way you can't get near fans. You got floor stages where the fans are actually jumping on your drums and everything else. It's like, yeah. And the smaller floor fucking shit is always way more fun. It, it it's honestly it's it's a lot more crowd like um, interaction and shit and people like fucking around and getting oh, like yeah. intimate with the band. It's like a more intimate performance. Well, like when you mentioned Haze for the dime bag shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Club Haze. Oh my god, that was an interesting setup. But okay, you had the one stage where you're four foot above the crowd. Yeah, and you have like three feet of room to put four individuals and a drum kit. Yeah. to perform. And, it was and then you line. have a floor stage which had a wall around wall it, around it, yeah. which still only gave you about the same amount of room. So I mean that was that was weird as shit. And then like we're rocking out hard, and I go and do one headbang. I put my head up. All of a sudden, my my guitarist Kevin turns real quick. Fucking head of his guitar smacks me right in the forehead, Ow. and uh, 
But it was great, though, because, like, we didn't even miss a beat. I just got whacked, and then I was like, oh, shit, that happened. Oh, anyways, here's the fucking verse. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, did you bleed or anything? Did you get caught with a string? I'm, I'm lucky, man. I got an OSHA-approved Cro-Magnum skull. So, like, I actually had a buddy back in California that we were slap boxing, and he actually broke his thumb on my forehead once. What the fuck? <laughs> you have a, a steel a steel skull? Well, you know what they say, no brain, no pain. Jesus, how'd that, how'd that happen? Did you get into like, a motorcycle accident or something? Mostly genetics. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> it's just one of those things. Well, McFisty is going <clears> to <throat> be at Kryptonite 13, February 15th. Make sure you come out and check them out and check out their album McFisty by McFisty. Hell yeah, and thanks for the pleasure of being on the podcast, bro. No problem, man. Goat, thank you for sitting with me, brother. I appreciate that. Anytime. I'll take that <laughs> mic from you. All right, folks, it's time for the one and only Olski Gonzalez. Now he's about to come, come and talk. Thank you so much, uh, both of you guys, for sticking around for so long, man. Uh, you know, it's a weeknight. Everyone else left. You know, I, I wasn't able to to interview every every single person. Some people had to take off, but we about to interview one of the originators of this, Oski G, on the phone always. You better put that shit on vibrate. <laughs> Man, uh, honestly, when we went to go do the the pictures outside, I wasn't aware that you hadn't given out tickets yet, so I thought everyone was just going to leave after. I was like, fuck, man, no one's going to want to sit down and, and do this interview. Everyone looked like they were ready to go, so I'm really happy that we, we got, I mean, we already had an hour, you know, got an hour's worth of material, got to talk to a lot of people I don't know. People seemed excited to, to sit down and talk for a little bit about their shit, which is always cool. Get the mic, Oski. Get on here. Let the people know where you're coming from. Uh, yeah, everybody. It's your boy, DJ Oski. I want to thank the Throne Podcast for coming down and showing love and interviewing a bunch of bands that are going to be rocking out here at the Kryptonite Metal Festival. It's the 13th annual. And um, i also like to congratulate you on your award. Yeah, man. I appreciate for that. best podcast of the year, 2020. 20? Oski yeah. Awards. Year's um, not even over yet. I already won that shit. You hear that, people? It, year, year, it's January. I already yeah. got that shit. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so <laughs> um, t- you know, tonight showed what it was, what it is. You know, we have 26, 27 bands that are going to be performing all in one day and one night. And all showing solidarity for, for the genre of music. Which is hard rock, metal. We got a punk band. You know, we got a rock band. And <coughs> everyone just chilled here. And uh, my partner Yader mentioned that in the 13 years that we've done it, we've never had one incident. We've never had a fight. We've never had a problem. You know, pitching, going back 13 years when when we when I met Yader and Yader was like, yo, Oski. You know, I'd like to do a metal night, you know. I can get, like, three bands, and we could do, like, on a Thursday night. And, you know, I think it'll be cool. You know, I'll, I'll bring some people. I'm like, a metal fest here? A metal? He's like, no, no, just three bands. I'm like, a metal festival? He's like, no, no, just three bands. I'm like, you're not getting it, dude. If we're going to do it, let me get permission for it, because Tobacco Row is a blues, uh, it was a blues and jazz club. You know, we didn't, we never had any heavy metal. Right. We never had, you know, even heavy rock. It was just mostly, you know, ear-friendly rock and, you know, really good rock. A lot of blues and a lot of, a lot of, 
jazz and a lot of New Orleans kind of music, you know. Um, but nothing heavy like this. But nothing heavy, nothing heavy. Like the, the metal, you know, a lot of people come to the show and they think that the, the heavy metal is like Iron Maiden. No, this is this is this is heavy metal, like heavy, heavy, heavy metal. Hell yeah! And um, you know, last time I spoke to you, I was telling you that there's a band that, that's played Kryptonite, but they're not metal, but they're so good and they're hard and they're powerful. It was Falsetto. I was the I, I couldn't remember the name. And I wanted Yo, to yes, that. I talked to their uh, uh, drummer Dom. Doms, Roms, Roms, Romulo, right? I love him. Yeah. So yeah, Romulo, and and you know we have we, we this year we have a bunch of new bands. We even had a band. We have a band that's coming from Georgia. We have two bands coming from Orlando. We have two bands coming from Fort Myers, from the West Coast. That's fucking awesome. And, dude. and then we have all of our South Florida heavy hitters, and you know. You can argue about it, and if you're listening and you're a local music connoisseur, you can say yay or nay, but we have the best of the best of the best playing the show. Um, we got my man from Hate Machine that's flying in. He lives in Georgia. I mean, there's people coming from everywhere. And going back to the original the original time when Yeda was like, yo, Oski, you know, I'd like to do it. Can we do a night? Um, at that time, I was... I was running Thursday nights and then I was doing the weekend. I was running the books at Tobacco Road doing all the bookings. And I had to have a meeting for it. I said, listen, I told Yater, all right, I'm down to do it. Give me uh, give me 24 hours, give me two days, and I'm going to come up with a name. And Yater, so I was like, cool. I'm sure he had some name that he, that he was wanting to do. And I thought about it for a minute and I'm like, so what's the hardest rock in the world? Kryptonite. That's kind of dope I never knew that You know I'm like It kills Superman Yeah So I, I called Yader I said Yader I got the name of the festival We're gonna call it Kryptonite Everyone will call it Crypt Fest for short It's green It's crippy It's cool You know what I'm saying We can get some metal Get some goth chicks in there You know And, and it would promote it And it should do really well So Imagine me going To the owner Of Tobacco Road and the general manager say, guys, uh, you know, I, I, let's sit down. I want to talk to you about an idea that I want to do. Because that's how we ran things at Tobacco Road. If you had an idea, there was no idea that was too crazy. Right. We've done medical marijuana shows there. Wow. We've done roller derby shows there. We've done uh, boxing shows there. We, we've, done a, 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 we've done a hot dog eating contest there. We've done a thing called the Tomatina where we had... Uh, 10,000 pounds of tomatoes and everyone's just throwing them at each other. Then we came up with another concept to do a thing called Waterloo where we had, I don't know, 10,000 water balloons and we would throw them at each other. Just, you know, just to keep everything cool and crazy that Tobacco Road because we could do that. It was Tobacco Road. Now, coming to them with a metal show. Yeah, so when you sat down and pitched this to this or to them, what was the original initial was reaction? Like, well, one of, the, one of the managing partners, uh, shout out to Joe Portella, and shout out to Joel and shout out to Patrick Lieber. Uh, so I'm in a room with these guys. Patrick's the owner. Joel's the general manager. And, and Joe is a managing partner. So he has interest in the club. He's a managing partner. Right. And I'm like, I want to do this show. I want to do a metal show here. And Joe's like, nah, man, that's not going to work. I'm like, hear me out. We've never done anything like that here. I can make this be the biggest underground metal festival in Miami. We have the real estate. Nothing's going to happen. And then 
So then Joe was like, well, I don't like it because people are going to mosh pit, they're going to get hurt. And so then I go, I'm, I'm trying to make the festival happen. Right. So I'm right. like, well, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll put posters up that say they can't mosh pit. And then the owner, like, completely surprised me. He's like, how could you have a metal festival without a mosh pit? He's like, you know they're going to mosh. I go, yeah, I'm just, you're right. He's like, let's not sugarcoat what this is going to be. He's like, a metal festival, you have to mosh. So um, that's on you, Oski. That's your ass. If anybody gets hurt. I'm like, no one's going to get hurt, man. You don't understand. I, I've had conversations with metalheads. They're very intellectual, very intelligent. And they're not gonna, they know this is tobacco. They, they, this is not, it's not Churchill's. And the only other place that they were having metal shows like that was at Churchill's. You know, and I sat down. I said, "Listen, nothing's gonna happen. Um, I have a strategy to promote it, and it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Trust me. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be like an anniversary party, because Tobacco Road has an incredible anniversary party every year. Yeah, and you know they're pulling four or five thousand people. The first Kryptonite, we ripped about fifteen hundred wristbands. That's fucking crazy. It was it was just crazy because." Yeah, you know, again, I give credit to the owner. He saw the vision. You know, he saw the vision, and he said, "Well, let's do it." And we did it. And and, and the way we advertised it was that, you know, because so if you have a club that you've been having since 1912, it's the oldest bar and restaurant in Miami, and people are used to going there and hearing nothing but blues and jazz and jam bands, and they had some really cool bands there. And I opened up for a bunch of cool bands with my band. Yeah. Um, and you're pitching them the show, and they're like, "Well, you know, you know." And then I, then I, then I pulled. I said, "Listen, it's all American music. It's not. It's not gonna be. It's crazy. We're gonna have a great time. So, how are we gonna promote it? So, going back to that. Well, let's warn everybody not to come. And." The owner was like, that's really smart. Let's warn them not to come. Let's say, okay, uh, warning. Like, And I did the same thing at, uh, 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 for Brutality. Yeah, yeah. For Brutality, I, I did the same thing because uh, at Brutality, we'll get to that in a minute. It's, it's a crowd that wasn't used to no metal. I even tried to talk the owners out of it. So anyway, um, we put warning. This Saturday at Tobacco Road will be a metal festival. If you do not like metal, please come next. Please come on Friday. And we had like a blues band playing that Friday. Nice little metal party. Plus, I used to DJ on Friday, so it was, it was like, it was really cool. And I, now that I'm thinking about, I'm not sure if we even did it on Saturday. I think we did the first crypto on a Friday, because at that time my son was young and I and I had just I had part with his mom. And, and I would save a Saturday to be with the kids. Um, so I think the first kryptonite may have been on a Friday. Uh, where we used to have dollar drinks. Anyway, so we promoted it like that. And I and I tell you that I know a lot of heads from Tobacco Road that came. They're not into metal. But they're into music. So they had the time of their life. They come, oh, when are you doing this again? So we'll do it next year, you know? And that's where that's where we started doing Kryptonite. And 
it's it's a special thing for people. It's a special thing for me. You know, you you'll see on the internet everyone starts saying Merry Kryptonite. Yeah. And, and and it's it's um still it's still one of the hottest underground metal festivals in Miami. Definitely. It's still strong as ever and it's still it's still like like it's a holiday. It really, really is. It's a holiday because everyone just comes out and shows love. We've never had any kind of issue. That's you know? a big deal, man. Because you get and a lot of people in the room together. No, anything yeah, yeah. can pop off, man. And it was and it was really cool, man. And you know, this year's Kryptonite, we have a, a bunch of new bands. We have again the best of the best. You know, we just had a band in the room today. They drove from Orlando to the meeting. Yeah, I talked to him earlier. Yep. You know, Daryl. I commend that. Hell yeah. I commend it. That that shows that these guys are serious. That shows that they're not going to come down here and give us some some bullshit show. You're not going to travel from Orlando to do some stupid shit. They're going to bring the ruckus. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. You know? Shout out to uh, to Daryl, man. He he sat down and talked to me. I like I like he you know. The way he talked about his band They got a big tour planned So They're definitely on their shit They're on their way to no, To, and, to, to again, hustle and it, grind It makes me It makes me feel good That To give bands opportunities You know It's It makes me feel good I like I like doing it Yeah and you this know? show uh, I mean Like you said It's been around 13 years You've been doing it for a long time uh, Yater's been doing it for a long time And you guys have a vision And I'm happy to be part of it I'm happy that I got to sit down And talk to all these people And uh, you know if I feel like y'all always say There's going to be a Kryptonite movie And then nothing happens No it's going to happen So hopefully there's an actual Kryptonite movie To go it's along with this listen, But um, yeah I got to wrap up man. Yeah alright so, right, so can... listen Anyway I just want to give a big shout out To Queen of the Scene Big shout out to all of our sponsors Go to Realty White Boy Rolling Papers The Throne Podcast featuring JC Rivas. Hell yeah. I want to give a big shout out to Shake Radio, a big shout out to Brickle Smoke Shop, uh, Big Easy Medicinals, one time for DPR Unlimited uh, Recording Studios, uh, Links, and just a, a, honestly, just a, a, a Sam Ash. And a quick reminder if you play guitar, we're having a $100 Guitar Guide competition where you win $100 cash and an electric guitar sponsored by. Sam Ash, and make sure your face is in the place Saturday, February the 15th at the world-famous Churchill's Pub. Fuck yeah, man. It's going to be fucking crazy that night. I am so fucking stoked for this fucking show. We took last year off, so this year we're going to bring the fucking ruckus. We got Austin, new guitar player, and uh, we got some new material coming out this year. Oski, I'm real fucking excited. Thank you for having us again. Thank you, my brother. Thank you for sitting down with me and talking. I appreciate that shit, man. I got no love for the throne. I appreciate that, man. You know, we got love for Oski. We got love for everybody out here, man. Put me down with some new artists. I want some hip-hop artists on the show. I want to branch out more in that direction. But with that being said, folks, thank you so much. I want to see you guys at Kryptonite, February 15th, Saturday. The link to the event page will be in the description of this episode. Don't miss out.
Say better.